welcome to the Business in the Front, Potty in the Back, Podcast. <laughs> I was like, is there an effect on Zoom? Because it went, but then I think it was your um, My interpretation voice. podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Lauren, it's your turn to introduce yourself. I am Lauren. And, and I'm Michelle. <laughs> and we are the hosts of... Um, one of the best podcasts on the internet. So thank you except so much for the for, other two that you have. Except for the other two. That's why I said one of the other ones. Yes. <laughs> the best. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. So thank you so much for, you know, sharing your time with us. Uh, we know that your time is valuable and we always aim to provide you with, um, with content information and humor to um, lighten your day and enhance your life. Mm. So today the show is brought to you by my free webinar. If you are interested in learning how to reduce your work hours by half without playing catch up on the weekend, then I would like to give you a free ticket to my master class. It is a webinar and you basically in 50 minutes learn how to stop overextending you learn how to create space to stay on task you learn how to start saying no to requests and you learn the secret to reducing your tasks and stop playing catch up on the weekend so all the details for that are on my website at rawrawconsulting.com however i've also put a link for that in the show notes Brilliant. Now, Lauren, the theme for today is uh, pretty uplifting. We do sort of uh, vary, I guess, our podcasts a little bit. Sometimes we get into the real nitty gritty. It can be, um, you know, a bit in it. But today we're really trying to lift those vibrations. That's the intention. Anyway, hopefully we do it. We'll do our best. Um, but, you know, we all do struggle from time to time. And I guess it's good to have some tips in terms of how we sort of pick ourselves up, how we recover, how we regroup. And that's what the theme for today is. So really it's about sort of affirmations and how potentially they could help us have a better life, you know, better quality of life, work, at home, that sort of thing. So that's what it's all about. Um, now, Lauren, what's been going on with you? Is there anything that's um, particularly stood out to you uh, this week? I feel like I've had... I feel like sometimes some weeks are, you know, just kind of going through the motions and always focusing on the plan. And then other weeks it's like, oh, there's all this stuff that's happened. So I guess I, I've had a pretty busy week. Um, we went away on vacation for a few days. We went to an area um, near here called the Tablelands, which is sort of in the hills. And um, it's just like one of my favorite places. So we went there and just had such a lovely time. I have um, been, I always send Michelle, our listener at home doesn't know this, but I subscribe to a mailing list. It's called Source Bottles, all in word. And there are a lot of press opportunities on there. And so often I see stuff that's geared for Michelle and I send it th through to her. Uh, but lately I've been finding stuff that's really geared to me as well. So I actually put in some, um, I basically answered the call. So I have a few press opportunities that are coming up, which is really cool. So I'll be interviewed for a uh, TV sort of segment. And uh, also I've, I've been uh, offered the opportunity to be a guest writer about time management on a website, on a magazine, like online magazine. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. And um, congratulations. I was working That's amazing. 
Yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah. So I was working a lot in January at a big contract on. So now that's done, I can focus back on my uh, free masterclass and then um, getting people to also sign up for my my amazing course. So that's really what I'm working on. I also started my mentoring and um, I was really hesitant about doing the one-on-one, Michelle. And yeah, I guess yeah. my hesitation, yeah, was about, I didn't want people to, I didn't want to subconsciously feel like I needed people to do that with me to pay my bills. Like, I think mm. I just had sort of a mindset issue around that. Uh, but what I realized I'm good at is charting a course and a plan and coming up with innovative ideas and then holding people accountable. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people want that on a one-to-one. They don't want that on a group. They don't want to be vulnerable on a group, right? They, Mm -hmm. so I've, I've expanded to that. And, um, I guess I'm sure you would concur with this. I think that when you're doing something that's in line with what you're meant to do, you feel uplifted and excited. And after I get off a call, I'm like, woohoo, more please. Yeah. So I, that's how I know I'm, I'm aligned. So yeah, I started that, which was really awesome. And then the other thing I was just going to bring up is, um, there's a new like social platform. It's called clubhouse. Have you heard of it? Mm -mm. No, I'm going to invite you to it. I get one invite. It's only invite only at the moment. You have an iPhone, right, Michelle? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So it's only for people at the moment with iPhones and um, I'm getting this intuitive feeling that this is going to be the platform that I actually use to uh, really elevate all the work that I'm doing. I'm finding Instagram boring and Facebook a bit boring. I, I still post stuff on there, but I don't really scroll a lot. I I just don't find it useful. Like I just don't really like being there. It's different for everyone. Yeah. 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 Uh, But this is more my alley Mm -hmm. because Clubhouse is basically, now I will say, I'm not going to talk a lot about it because I don't know a lot about it, but as I experiment with it more, I can um, talk about it in future shows. But basically, Michelle, it's all audio and nothing is recorded. And there are all these rooms that people go to. I think they're kind of like classrooms or something like that. And you basically, um, you choose your different interests and then you go in and people are having a discussion about these subjects and you can like raise your hand to have your opinion and to speak. And it's all audio. There's no video. So it's really just a different kind of dynamic. Mm -hmm. And um, there's no private messaging on the platform at the moment. You have to be invited to be um, involved. I've been trying to get an invitation for over a month and then I finally got one. Um, and I'll give my invitation to you because you're the right person, as I said. And so it's all audio and it's all conversation. And that's what I feel I'm good at. And you're good at that too. And it's like our, um, you know, hence why we have one of the best podcasts on the internet, obviously. Um, but that's why I think clubhouse is going to be a really cool kind of, um, yeah, journey to go on. So I'll keep you posted. And, uh, I also am definitely going to be keeping an eye out to see if there are shares that I can buy in. You can't right now, but um, it's just in beta phase. So it's kind of like the beginning of, I think what's going to be a really big, big deal. Um, There are a lot of really um, famous people on there that are already on there and adapting to like getting on it. Mm. Um, Call that early adapters. So I guess we'll see whether or not it sticks, but yeah, I'm pretty excited to try something a little bit different now. So what's the, um, what's kind of the benefit of that, like of Clubhouse? What's well, the... it would, 
it would be like, it's sort of like talk radio is okay. the way that I kind of looking, looking at it mm-hmm. when you're, um, in a room. So let's say I join a room and they're talking about, um, business tips and tricks or something like that. Okay. Let's say there's, um, the one that I joined yesterday, there were like people who had been making seven figures and they were leading the room. Wow. So you can raise your hand to have input and, um, everyone in the room can see who else is in the room and they can click on your profile and see what you're all about. Oh, so yes, it's let's pretend it's like a net, it's basically networking is mm. really what it is. Mm. Uh, let's say I go in there and I say something of, um, like value, which is obvious. <laughs> um, but let's pretend somebody goes, wow, that was a really cool or, you know, well thought out point or whatever. They might click on my profile and then they might see what I'm about, read my bio, right, okay. check out what else I'm doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, they might follow me. And then in the future I can start my own rooms, my own subjects and kind of create like a community based on that. And then uh, essentially get them to tune into all the things that I'm, that I'm doing. Mm. So at the moment I'm kind of grappling with whether or not, like what kind of username to use on there. Um, mm. They, they want your, um, your real name on there. And then your username can be something a bit different. Rara is already taken. Rara consulting's too long. Um, so I actually just have it as the raw, like raw, raw podcast at the moment. You don't want to do and like time think- management or I guess that sort of, no, puts you it's into all a about, yeah, it's everything that I'm, and you yeah. can only change one time, one. So mm. it's kind of like, so I figure, I guess at least if it's raw, raw podcast, then people listen to the podcast helps me build authority. I can push people to all the things that I'm doing through the different promos and stuff like that, mm. that I do on there. Yeah. Um, and then in my bio, you can have other information about yourself. So yeah, it sounds yeah, like I just, sort of LinkedIn, but like a um, verbal sort of networking. Yeah, it's cooler than that. Yeah, it's like the the graphics, the icons, like it's cool. Mm. Well, I'll, anyway, I'll send it to you. You can check yeah, it out. And that'd be awesome. A little bit more. Maybe you and I can start a a room up on something. Yeah, and then but yeah, actually that'd be good. We can host a room together. Yeah. yeah. So more on that in the future for our listener at home. Michelle, what's been going on for you? Uh, Well, I did my first uh, Reiki hosting. So I hosted level one uh, Reiki and it was awesome. And it was quite funny, Lauren, because um, I was sort of reading out the instructions to everyone about the attunements and and people may or may not know what attunements are, but basically it's part of when you're doing Reiki, you clearing out your channels. So it's essentially opening up all of your chakras um, so you can receive, you know, the symbols and the, you know, different information about uh, Reiki. So I was sort of giving them the heads up. I'm like, guys, you know, you can have spontaneous outbursts of laughter, anger, emotion, you know, all this stuff. It can bring up repressed memories, so on and so forth. So saying all of that, and then I'm doing the attunements. And then I remember sort of during the attunements, I was sort of feeling a bit emotional or something. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit funny. And, you know, just like happy emotions, not like I was, you know, depressed or anything, but it was just very interesting and the way that I was sort of feeling. And then I sort of came back to the table and I was getting ready to sort of share the next part of the information I was going to share. And then I just started laughing and it was like, I'm like, um, anyway, so Reiki level one. Um, and so, you know, what we're going to do next. And I was just like, it was just, it was ridiculous. And I'm like, Oh, Oh. And they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. And like, it was just this weird thing. I couldn't stop laughing. And it was just these little outbursts of laughter. 
And then when, uh, you know, because the two ladies are looking at me, one of them got on the table later and we're doing a healing on her and she laughed for about 20 minutes. I was like, yeah, I was like. Highest vibration though, isn't it? Having yeah. laughter. Yeah. And that was after the fourth attunement. So it was a final attunement. And uh, yeah, she just laughed for like 20 minutes and she's been feeling so amazing. And she's been doing healings on her colleagues at work. And she's like ringing me and she's like, oh my God, you know, this is just amazing. And all this stuff she's picking up now, she's getting a lot more sensitive. So she's getting uh, sort of personal stuff and things like that while she's doing Reiki on them. And she's never sort of really done it that way. She's always had to use cards and things like that. So she just finds the whole thing incredible. And um, both of them are going to go and do level two with me. And after I did my first one, put up a post just saying, hey, you know, so great, you know, went really well. And a guy rang me from Melbourne and said, I'm going to fly up to Brisbane so I can do my master's with you because he's down there and he was like, no one will do my uh, master's with me until I do levels one and two again, because I did them three years ago. And I was like, God, I did mine 12 years ago before I did my master's. But everyone oh. down there wants him to sit, reset one and two and then do his master's. So he's going to be paying a lot of money to do it. And he said, it's probably better for me to just fly up to Brisbane. So he's going to fly up to Brisbane and drive up to the Sunshine Coast and um, do his master's up here. So what he saves money by booking a flight, paying Absolutely. accommodation, hiring yeah. a car. Reiki level one, depending on where you do it, Reiki level one's, you know, minimum 330 up to, you know, it can be 500. Level two can be 800, 900. Um, and level three is like, you know, it can be several grand, you know, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. So it depends on who you go through. I'm a bit lower than that. So if you add all of that up and you think about one plane ticket, like return, absolutely. It's a huge money. Yeah, saver. but it's the plane ticket, accommodation, hiring the car, and then your food. It's one night. It's a weekend. It's one day. Oh. Yeah, it's one day. So Well, I guess I'm not go. doing finances, but I just like to throw in the yeah. Yeah. Well, like, plane ticket. A return trip, I don't know what Melbourne is at the moment, but to Tassie, I think I can get return 400. So I'm imagining Melbourne's not too bad. We're screwed because, well, I shouldn't say we're screwed. Because of the location you're in. No, just, um, yeah. Because we booked flights last year for New York. So obviously that was canceled. So we basically have like a $2,500 flight credit. We need to book all our flights in the next three days. And we they can be good for the next 388 days. But I mean, we want to go international, but we have no idea what what's going to be going on when. So we were thinking, oh, I think we might come to the Sunshine Coast. Mm. And then we're like, well, maybe we'll go somewhere else. Thank you. Maybe we will go to Tasmania, actually. Mm. Um, but because all these amazing flight deals, <laughs> we're like, what? Yeah. We, <laughs> we have to use up all this credit. So it's just mm. funny. It just made me think of that. But Tasmania, yeah. actually, I'm getting that. That would be really cool to go there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been good. So I've, um, yeah, got a bunch of things happening with Reiki now, which is really good. And it's another sort of little side hustle, I guess. So just adding to my side hustles. But, yeah, we're going to Tasmania in October. A nice gentleman. This is a nice story. A nice gentleman from, um, actually, it leads well into what we're talking about today, Lauren. Um, a guy I've been just chatting to randomly. I like to just meet people. So I just ran up to him at the coffee shop one day and I'm like, hi, I'm Michelle. And um, so we got talking and he sort of comes down to the coffee shop every weekend to chat to me and pat my dog and all of that. And, you know, his kids have all grown up and stuff. Anyway, he is sending me to Tasmania. So he has uh, Wyndham, I think it is, those points, you know, he get points and stuff like that. It's like um, timeshare, but it's Wyndham. 
So he's um, got a certain amount of points and he's like, I want you and your husband to go to Tasmania so you can have like our points for your accommodation and all of that. And we just have to book flights. So um, he's sending us down there in October. So wow, yeah, I went over and met his whole family last weekend and I guess I wanted to make sure I wasn't dodgy or something. And I offered to do readings for them in return because I said, you know, this is an exchange. Like I don't want to take yeah. anything. So, no. um, you know, I think that you guys need to come and have readings with me and stuff like that. So his wife and daughter are going to come and have a reading with me in exchange. But yeah, they didn't expect anything. They were just like, oh, you know, we weren't going to use them. So we thought you might want them and very, very generous. And it just came from me walking up and having a conversation with a random person at a coffee shop, you know. So it's amazing what can um, what can come from those you know, little points of contact and just smiling, you know, and uh, trying to lift someone up. So I thought that led well into what we're talking about today. So Lauren, exchange of energy is important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah, let's kick it off. All right. So um, basically, like Michelle said, we were kind of wanting to do a show that was, you know, uplifting and, um, you know, kind of, I always say like, keep our vibration high, but really that's about what this is about. I believe that you become what you think about most of the time. And so this show is a lot about, you know, kind of giving you an opportunity to think about or to be aware of the thoughts that you're feeding yourself, the beliefs that you're feeding yourself, because our thoughts and beliefs turns in, turn into emotions and then actions. And then those actions obviously have reactions. So um, one thing that I think is that sometimes we don't take the time to really be clear on the messages that we're feeding ourselves. I mean, I talk to people and sometimes they say things like, Oh, I'm, Oh, I was, that was, I'm so stupid or, you know, things like that. And I, we really need to watch our language around that. And, you know, it's not about perfection. It's just about hearing yourself speak and then being able to, you know, maybe recorrect kind of like what I said before at the beginning of the show, I think I started talking about, how we were screwed. And then I, I quickly changed that because that's not true. And uh, I'm not putting that intention out there. So basically, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this as well is because um, I personally have gone through some really big shifts and changes in my life. And a lot of that came from me being clear that I was speaking untruths to myself, that I wasn't supporting myself and recognizing that I was in the driver's seat to be able to change that. So one thing that I will say is that if you're not driving in a car, I would like to recommend that you get a piece of paper and a pen because I'm actually going to have you do an exercise with us on the show a little bit later. So that's just a small thing to, um, to maybe have handy and know your phone won't work. You need to actually get a paper and a pen. So one of the things that I found in, um, in my journey to self-awareness and understanding the power of affirmations was really that everything that we think about really does come to fruition. And I don't mean you have a negative thought and then all of a sudden all this crazy shit's happening. I mean that, you know, consistent thoughts about consistent things over long periods of time. Okay. So if I'm thinking for years and years and years that I'm unworthy or I'm not good enough or I'm stupid or I'm ugly or whatever, these over time become real, become truthful. So for my particular journey, I started out um, in my late teens when I started to become aware of messages that I was telling myself, and I call those untruths. So I remember I went to a um, a couple of different um, counselors because I said to them, hey, I'm having these negative thoughts, 
and my thoughts were around, I hate myself and I'm ugly and things like that. Okay. Fat pretty much was the one that I'm fat was, was a big one. And I said, I'm having these thoughts and I don't believe them to be true, but I can't stop having them. And I think it was around the time I watched the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? And I started to become aware that, you know, these thoughts basically create um, reactions in our life, like actions and reactions. And so I ended up speaking with one woman and she said, every time you have the thought, stop and then replace the thought with um, something else. And that's the first time I'd ever heard of that concept. And so, yeah. And, and I, so she goes, so every time you say, I hate myself, replace it with, I love myself. And I was like, I can't do that. That did not feel authentic to me. I wasn't at that stage. Right. And so she said, well, replace it with something that does feel truthful to you. So I ended up replacing it with my, I like myself. And then over time it was able to grow into, I love myself and become more authentic. But it really came down to me sort of understanding that I was feeding myself these messages and then understanding that I was in the position of being able to change that. So I'd like to hear your thoughts a little bit later. I'm going to go into some other ways of, um, you know, stopping thoughts in their tracks. We're going to go through a bit of an exercise as well. uh, And then we're going to talk about, well, different things as well. But I'd like to hear kind of your perspective first on the subject, I guess, Michelle. And then I just wanted to ask Lauren with that, um, because I know that you, you know, have a great family and all that sort of stuff. Do you know what sort of created that thought? Like, I'm just interested, you know, if people are having sort of negative thoughts and stuff like that, where that came from, was it from magazines, comparison, you know, people who are really good at sport, like, where did that come from? Uh, I don't know. I think probably just a teenager body image issues is pretty yeah. normal for everyone. I don't actually care mm. where it came from. I don't, for me, I don't spend time. No, I'm just interested. About I thought it might help the, other people if they were having yeah. like those negative. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. I, I, I guess, um, yeah. I don't really know. And I have not ever taken yeah, much cool. time to think about it. Question. It was interesting. Um, I know you've got a great family and everything yeah. and it's just, um, you sort of wonder where. Yeah. Um, nothing to do with my family, um, yeah. or my upbringing or anything like that probably had to do with, um, mm. magazines probably mm. added to it, yeah. um, for sure. You know, just, yeah. I just think up. it's useful yeah. to talk about in this day and age because we've got social media and, you know, I was chatting to a friend yesterday and she's got a, a young boy and, um, and he's really struggling. And I said, well, you know, is he on social media? You know, is he, is he on there? Cause it's all different now. It used to be just magazines for us. And, um, you know, he's seeing a psychologist and she said, well, yeah, you know, he is on social media and, you know, I said, well, maybe it might be worth just sort of checking and seeing, you know, what's being said and if anything's being said and stuff like that, because he's got some very, very uh, negative thought forms. And I've got another little boy I'm working with who I think I mentioned before, he's 10 and he's got anorexia. So there's a couple of very interesting things that I think it's worth. Yeah, it's very young too, very young. And he's in at a hospital. So two different boys, but they both have their own little struggles. And, you know, I just, I find it interesting to look at sometimes the root of this and especially now with social media because parents don't always know, you know, what's being said and what's being communicated. And even when you're doing games, you know, if you're doing games with other people, you can still message people. And yeah, it's just interesting. Um, I think for us. I mean, I was never bullied. I was about my weight. I was never called overweight. Um, I was like, I never had any of that and I didn't grow up with social media. (laughs) No, no. 
So, Mm -hmm. um, I think that honestly, you know, if I had to really try to harness and I think like I was probably trying on some level to distract myself from my own power, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think that we create drama in our lives Mm -hmm. or we create conflicts or challenges in our lives to distract us from the present moment, distract us from our power. Um, and so that's definitely probably a big part of it. Yeah. It's powerful. Uh, Yeah. I also don't know if we necessarily, I don't know if we're born loving ourselves and figure, I mean, I guess maybe we are, but Mm. then maybe over time. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think sometimes we have to remind ourselves that we Mm. are, we are worthy and we are great just as we are. Yeah. A lot of that's about acceptance. Mm. Um, you know, but I think that after reading a lot of Eckhart's teachings, you know, where he's talking about the pain body and creating these situations, like dramatic situations. I mean, I'm sure you meet people actually like this all the time, Michelle, people who have just like constant drama and all these things are happening to them. And it's like, you know, very often they're creating that themselves. So, Mm -hmm. you know, on some level they want that entertainment factor or Mm -hmm. they're trying to distract themselves from themselves or what's really going on. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was just interesting because i got a lot of little kids at the moment who are going through um, a lot of stuff, a lot of adult stuff. So, so sad. Yeah. So as we're doing some research, I sort of, um, I looked up mind tools and I quite like them. I have some good quotes and I just asked, you know, about affirmations and, do they work and that sort of thing? And uh, what what I found was affirmations are positive statements. So this is sort of a, a definition or a breakdown for people who don't use them or don't know much about them. That can help you to challenge and overcome self sabotaging, which is a big one for me, you know, and uh, probably many other business owners um, starting your own business and also negative thoughts. So when you repeat them and believe in them, you can start to make positive changes. And as Lauren said before, that wasn't her truth to say, you know, Lauren, I love you or anything like that. So you just start with something that kind of resonates with you and you can sit with, and it won't be the thing that you always believe straight away, but I find that you're tricking the subconscious a little bit. So over time, you kind of believe that, yeah, I kind of like myself, all right, up to the next level. So self-affirmation can also help us mitigate the effects of stress, which I love because, you know, it can be stressful being in a workplace, being in your own business, you know, that sort of thing. So I find that affirmations for me are kind of very, very important and very crucial to what I do uh, and also something that I pass on to a lot of my clients, as Lauren alluded to. So, you know, personally, I've been working on kind of loving and accepting myself more. I'd say for much of my adult life, because in my teenage years, I was quite um, cruel to myself as well. And so it's, it's kind of a lifetime thing, I think, always reminding yourself and that sort of thing. I just, for me, struggled to fit in, um, you know, got picked on at school and just feel like I've done a lot of healing to the point where um, I organized a school reunion, had a great time, loved every minute of it. But there's other people who just can't put themselves there. You know, it was just too much for them, you know, being picked on and stuff at school. So I feel like I've healed a lot of that. um, And I'm pretty proud of that. And I think that, you know, I try to think positively, visualize success and, you know, but I still have my down moments, but I feel like, um, and I will talk about this a little bit more in my next point, but I do feel like we are always in control and we have to remember that. A lot of people feel like they're out of control and that's what Lauren was uh, talking about before. So we do have a choice and we can choose happiness or sadness. It really is a choice. And I mean, to be honest, like if you look at the Dalai Lama, I've never seen him sad. Uh, he probably has his sad moments, but whenever he's in public, he laughs a lot. And I find that really inspirational. So I use um, the Dalai Lama for me is probably a really big inspiration. Um, Lauren, what are your thoughts 
Yeah, like it's such a big subject. Um, I think the main thing that, you know, we really need to kind of drive home here is that an affirmation is really anything that you say or think. It doesn't need to be positive necessarily, right? So I think that we're talking about positive affirmations and bringing them into your life. And we're also, you know, kind of trying to encourage a listener at home to really pay attention to the messages that they are telling themselves. Correct. So, you know, a lot of, I think that, you know, as humans, like we're, because we're so on guard all the time, right? We've got that sort of need to survive and we're always constantly looking out for fear, um, like or anything that could like affect us, you know? So we're always on guard, what's going to attack me or whatever. I think that we kind of have this natural way of, um, looking at the world with maybe, um, hesitancy Mm. or, uh, you know, maybe we're, we're aware that there could be threats hidden amongst, you know, like what, you know, hidden amongst the outside the door or whatever. So we're always kind of on guard. And I think that, you know, part of that doesn't necessarily mean looking at the world in like a really bubbly, shiny, happy sort of way. It's, it's looking at more cynical way. So we, we do, I believe need to kind of understand whether or not we're doing that and then understand that, we don't have to live like that if we don't want to. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to be, some people like to say that they're a pessimist or, you know, that they don't want to be all happy and bubbly and whatever. But anytime I've ever seen anybody happy, they're just the most beautiful person. They just attract energy. They attract opportunities. And those are the people that I want to be you know, around and those are, that's who I want to be showing up like in my life. So this is a thing too. We can use, um, you know, affirmations and, um, intentions, um, for business as well. So everything that we're talking about really can be translated into our personal lives, but also, um, that we can incorporate into our, our business. Okay. So what I'm going to get you to do at home is an exercise. So first of all, I'd like you to grab a piece of paper and I'd like you to draw a circle in the middle of your paper. Okay. Like kind of a big circle. Don't take up the entire page, but draw that. Yeah. If you want, that'd be good. Yeah. I'm going to do more of like a guide and then it's kind of homework. Okay. Okay. So in the middle, you draw that circle. And then on the outside, I want you to draw like three or four smaller circles. And then I want you to grab a line and I want you to add a line from the small circle to the big circle. So it's kind of like connected to the big circle. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the middle of the big circle, I want you to actually write this down. Write negative thought write actually negative thought. Okay. And then in the smaller circles surrounding the negative thought, I want you to write positive thought, positive thought, positive thought. When I say positive thought, I also mean truthful thought. So, you know, really like something that connects to you. Mm -hmm. So in the end, what we're going to have is a bit of a guide. We're going to have a piece of paper. We're going to have the middle is going to be the negative thought. And then around that is going to be the positive thought or the truthful thought. So the homework for the listener at home, and Michelle, if you want to do this, feel free, is to start to pay attention to the messages that we're telling ourselves. When we're telling ourselves an untruth, let's go with I'm fat just because it's easy. 
that I'm fat would go in place of the negative thought. You would write, I'm fat. Then on the outside with those thought bubbles around it, you would write down what feels truthful to you that you could say instead. Mm -hmm. So maybe I lead a healthy lifestyle. Uh, My health is improving every day. I like my body. Um, I'm comfortable in my skin, for example, Mm -hmm. right? So the thing is that if we take the time to develop a plan to replace these negative thoughts or patterns when they're happening, then slowly over time, we can basically bust down the negative thoughts and we can, you know, put our positive thoughts in their place. That's cool. Now, yes. Now, one thing that I will say is that it can be really difficult sometimes to replace a thought when you are in the grips of having a negative thought. So I would like to give you a solution for that as well. So um, very often if for me, this, this shows up, if I, let's say I say something um, out of character, or maybe I feel like I've misspoke or I've, you know, something like that. So I might be, you know, replaying a, a tape in my head that's going, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I said that. Right. And then insert whatever you say. So if we kind of imagine like a wheel or a cog and that is going around and around and around and around, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I said that. What we need to do is sometimes we're not able to replace that with a positive affirmation or a positive thought. It's just almost too powerful. So we need to have a strategy and a solution to essentially stop that thought from happening and then eventually we can replace it or we just neutralize it, okay? So my idea for that is one, if you notice you've got this thought and it's just going around and around and around and very often we feel it in our body, we get anxiety, we get emotional, um, we might feel nauseated, things like that. What you do is you you could say this in your head or aloud, you just go stop like that, that kind of authority, stop. Now you can say it out loud or you can say it in your head and you do that until the thought actually does stop. And then I like to go, um, I'm going to tell you what I do in a minute actually, but you can go stop. I am not my mind we often forget that the thoughts that we're having aren't actually who we are. I believe that we are a beautiful, light-filled soul, um, you know, unconditional love and truth and beauty, okay? And we are not these thoughts. We are not these things that happen to us. We're not our personalities. So when we say, stop, I'm not my mind, what we're doing is we're creating a separation between the thought that we are having and the person or the soul that we are one of the challenges is that we often believe that we are the thoughts that we're having. So when we continue to remind ourselves that I'm not my mind, it allows us to create a separation from our thoughts more and more and more. So I go, stop, I'm not my mind. Or I use Mel Robbins 54321. I haven't read her book, but I watched a YouTube video on it and I kind of made it my own. So I go, 54321, I'm not my mind. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm not my mind. And I do that until I stop that thought pattern from continuing. So if you're going to use the stop idea, I'd like you to pay attention to stop signs while you're driving around or red lights while you're driving around and start 
create that visualization in your mind as well as that thought. So if you can combine the two together, it's going to be a lot stronger. That's fantastic. Now, the last thing I want to say on this subject is that um, when you are you know, wanting to bring affirmations into your life, when you are wanting to, you know, um, design the life of your dreams. Okay. So, um, for example, if I want to be, um, fit and strong, right. I need to start telling myself I'm fit and strong. So if I am feeling fat, it might be hard for me, like I said, to replace the thought. I might just have to try to stop the thought from continuing on, which is still awesome. Do that. Don't get down on yourself. If you're not able to replace the thought, that's fine. But what I want to encourage you to do is to invite those affirmations into your life when you are feeling good or when you are not feeling you know, the negative thoughts. So when we wake up in the morning, normally we wake up and we feel like, okay, it's a brand new day. Here we go. Or when we talk with a friend or we listen to a good song or you know, whatever the case may be, chances are we're probably not feeling or, or running those programs of feeling fat or um, stupid or unworthy at that time. So what I want to encourage you to do is to invite the affirmation into your life in those gaps, to start telling your mind, your subconscious, a different narrative, and to do that on a regular basis. For the large part of my 20s, I would just constantly, I'd be walking around doing like normal stuff. I would just constantly be going, I'm beautiful, I'm radiant, I am wise. I'm mm. beautiful, I'm radiant, I'm wise. And I would just do that. That was my own little private thing that I would just continue to run in my mind. Because I think that until we're able to create space and silence and come to a place of no thought, we are running thoughts in our mind all the time. And so I would rather tell myself what I want to be true or what I want to come to fruition as opposed to just letting my mind and my subconscious run it for itself. So when you're doing that, that um, manifest, um, the mindset exercise that we went through earlier, look at those thoughts and bring those thoughts into your life in times even when you're not, you know, suffering or struggling. Mm. And you can also do this setting an alarm in your phone. You can just have an alarm that goes off like a few times a day that says positive affirmations. And then you go, oh yeah, my default affirmation is blah, blah, blah. Mm, you know, I am worthy. I am radiant. I am youthful. I am fit. You know, um, anything like that. Love that. That's so good. I love the alarm too because it reminds you to do it. Because we get into that subconscious way of thinking again. We forget. We do. We go through life often like robots too, mm. where we're going through the motions yeah. and um, the same kind of pattern every day. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's a good a reminder. Good reminder. And I did that exercise as we were speaking. So um, that was really good because I, I like to see, and I think the listener at home would like to see as well, what those thoughts are that jump in. It's sort of, I did it very intuitively, I think. I just kind of didn't really think about it. I just kind of wrote, 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 like wrote down the positives and the uh, negative thought. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting to see what what came out. And I think it'll be pre- probably different, I imagine, different days that you do it. Um, it may be different. Yeah. 
repeat as often as necessary. And, you know, we might have thoughts about our intellect. We might have money mindset dramas. We might feel like we're, no, we're never going to find the right partner. Mm. We might find, you know, like there's so many different categories as well. I I have done this exercise with people before and they've taken 20 minutes and not written anything. So it's confronting. Mm. That's the thing. Sometimes Mm. they don't want to go, Oh, wait a minute. I'm telling myself this. Um, but just pay attention to the things you tell people. Yeah. Like somebody said to me the other day, I'm broke all the time. And I went, mm-hmm. yes, you are. Yeah. And you're going to continue to be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like money comes to me easy, freely, frequently. Just yeah. check that in, you yes. know? So it, I like having kind of like a default mantra affirmation mantra for almost everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a really good point. And I do, when I have people come into the uh, into here, into this room, I find that often when I give them a nice compliment, like if I say, oh gosh, you know, your hair or your shirt's really lovely or I like your shoes or something like that, a lot of people kind of cringe. You're like, <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. yeah, a lot of people can't take compliments. And so I, I do look at that as well. And I will often recommend affirmations for people in that respect, but I'm very auditory like yourself. So I do listen to people when they come in and say, you know, I'm a loser and no one likes me and da da da. I'm just like, Whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on. We need to turn some of this around. That's what you're talking about before. If people have this, they're saying these negative things, saying these negative things all the time. It's exactly what you're creating. It's exactly what you're bringing in. So I sort of recommend a lot of affirmations to people. Um, but I, I don't ask people to do things that I'm not doing myself. Like I try to ask people to do things that I'm doing too, because if I'm talking people through, you know, cleansing, protecting their energy, then I would be probably not very genuine and not very authentic if I wasn't doing it myself. So I say to people, you know, I'm not asking you to do anything that I don't do. So we're kind of living this, we're experiencing this together. So, you know, whether you're um, at work or, you know, doing yoga class or going for a run or the gym or whatever you're doing, I do tend to repeat affirmations and mantras during those moments because it is when you are quieting your mind, I guess, because you're doing exercise that it's a key opportunity to have that really soak in because our mind is like a sponge. And I noticed, yeah, I did yoga this morning and I noticed that my balance was pretty acute. Like it was very, very good. And sometimes I find I'm all over the place. You know, I just can't balance whatsoever. And I know that that means it's a busy mind. I've got a busy mind or a monkey mind, but today I know that I was sort of really focused. I was looking at one spot that wasn't moving And I felt very steady and I was quite proud of myself. So I I gave myself a little pat on the back for that, you know, for me, I'm to quiet my mind. So for me, affirmations kind of bring bring me back to the present because a lot of the time it's when your mind's just running away with you, what's coming ahead, what's in the future, what's this going to happen? You know, when's this going to happen? Yeah. So it's like, it helps me stop overthinking and just uh, kind of bring silence in. And we need that, you know, we need that sometimes. And, um, you know, I think that's super important. I did give myself a pat on the back and I'm pretty um, proud of myself, you know, for, mm-hmm. for doing that this morning and be able to stay steady. Um, and even if you fall out, it doesn't matter. There's no judgment. It's just, you get back in it. You know, that's the, the trick. So if I do overbalance and I put my foot on the ground, then I just pick my foot back up and I, I get back into the position and that's the idea. So even when we fall over yeah. in real life, you know, we, uh, we get ourselves, brush ourselves off, get up and off we go. That's really important. Yeah, exactly. Um, I use affirmations as well when I run. I run and I go, I am fit, I am strong, yeah. I am light, I am wise. Or I often go, I am financially free, I'm mm-hmm. you know, financially abundant, I yeah. am abundant with opportunity. Like I do anything that I want. Yeah. This is the thing too. You just do whatever you want. 
what Michelle's doing for her works for her. What I'm doing for me works for me. And that's the whole point. You figure it out. And the minute you start saying something to you and you go, ah, uh, that doesn't feel right. And I'm not connecting with that really. Change it. You can change it. I talked to a, um, one of my girlfriends a while ago. She had a, a fire in her apartment building, okay? And she lives on a very high floor. And so I was talking to her about how that went. And she's back in her apartment. And as she said, I don't feel safe here. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, so let's talk about that for a second. I said, is there anything that you can tell yourself that is true that's on the subject of safety that you can start with? So she goes, well... I feel safe right now. And I said, yes. So anytime you hear yourself say, I don't feel safe, replace it with, I feel safe right now. I feel safe right now. And then much like my journey from, I like myself to, I love myself over time. It's like you build up the muscle and Mm. you go, Oh, wait a minute. I do feel safe. Now I just feel safe all the time because I feel safe now. So, so I checked in with her a few weeks later and she goes, yeah, I'm good. I feel safe in my apartment again, but it's because she, yeah, she made it a priority and she recognized that she felt safe right now. And right now is the only moment we have because it's when we project, when we're like projecting in the future or we're like going through the past, that's out of our control. Mm -hmm. It already happened or it hasn't happened yet. Our position of power is right now in the moment. Mm. The other thing that I want to say too, is that this stuff takes practice. And like Michelle said, if you fall over, just get back up and try it again. This stuff takes practice. We are undoing years and years and years and years and years and years and years of, you know, programming. Yeah. Of conditioning a hundred percent. I have been working on this stuff consciously for almost 20 years. I'm not saying it's going to take, you know, you that long, but I'm just saying that this stuff takes time. And when we beat ourselves up about, you know, speaking, uh, I'm stupid to stop saying that out loud or thinking I'm broke and saying that out loud, when we beat ourselves up, it makes it worse. So mm. just remember, I'm doing the best that I can, and that's perfect. Mm. And when I know better, I do better. And we shift and change as we grow as people. And like sometimes we will have these um, these thoughts and these mindsets, and then all of a sudden, we just work at it for a few days, and it is gone. Mm. It is vanished, and it doesn't come back. And sometimes we have those lingering things, and they take years. Mm. And There is no shame in that. It is just a journey. But just remember, we don't go to the gym and work out and like get super toned in one session. It takes time and our mind is exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. We are telling it now to operate in a different way than we have before by taking the information and the food and the messages that we're feeding it as opposed to the default settings. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. It's really powerful. Lauren, you sort of alluded to this before and, and I guess I wanted to just highlight this myself. And I, I do believe that we all have what we do. It's truth. Um, we all have choices in life. And when anyone comes to me, whether it's a friend, client, it doesn't matter. But if someone comes to me and says, you know, everyone's, there's other people that are doing things to me. I have no control, you know, all of these sorts of things, all these things are happening to me it puts you in a position of not being in your own power and it makes me sad. It, it makes me sad. And often I find, and, and I do have a client that sort of stands out to me that I met recently where 
she actually moved cities to get away from her family because she felt like they were all doing stuff to her in that they were making her do things or making her do things. And she didn't want to do these things. And remember, we talked to Sharon Chapman, the relationship coach, counselor. She um, said, if you do things out of obligation, you just breed resentment. That's what it is. Yeah. It's resentment. And when this lady was speaking to me, I was like, wow, because it came up during the reading, you know, she didn't tell me all of this, but you know, I was like, oh, you moved, you moved locations and your grandkids are down there. Cause I saw her making sandcastles with little children. I'm thinking, well, that's going to be the grandkids. And she said, yeah, they're down there. And I was like, wow. And you know, and she was convinced that they'd all been doing these things to her, but the card that came out was delegation. It was delegation and she also got boundaries. And I was like, you know, do you ever say no? And she's like, really and she said but being up here it's made me realize how much I miss the grandkids it's also made me realize that I don't say no and she actually had said no and then one of her daughters stopped speaking to her and I said well you know that's kind of smart because she's probably never heard you say no and she'd be pretty shocked like pretty surprised so you know people around you and this is another point to make people around you do have to get used to that you know if you start if you've been negative nancy your whole life and then now you're hearing us speak or you're working on this on, in your own time and in your own way if you've all of a sudden tried to turn over a new leaf then you do have to sometimes reassess friendships and reassess your tribe and find your tribe you yeah. know so you may yeah. have uh, other people that don't decide that they're going to do that they may decide they don't want to go down that positive path so you may have to reassess that. Uh, and that may be, yeah, as yeah. I said, sort of finding a tribe again. So that's, that's yeah. what you do if you decide that you're going to do that because not everyone will make the same decision at the same time that you are making. So I find that that's really important, but I feel like, you know, we want to choose to be in charge of our life and positive affirmations can kind of help you regain control so that you don't feel like you're in the driver's seat or just kind of floating through life or kind of gliding through life and not really having any kind of real direction but it does start with that positive outlook. It does start with that because if you're running around saying I'm always broke, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. And I feel like um, that's really important. That was the point that I just wanted to make. Yeah. Yeah, I love that a lot. And I think that, you know, one word that you didn't say, but that came to me and that is responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Responsibility for your own life. Yeah. You know, powerful. I mean, no one else is making you do anything. No. You have free will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, once you realize that you are in charge and you take responsibility, you cannot blame other people for all the shit going on in your life. It's your stuff. Yeah, but we do. That's the thing. But um, yeah, no, well said. It's very true. I think that, Michelle, we can't talk about affirmations without talking about Louise Hay because Louise Hay is like was the goddess of affirmations. So we put a link in the show notes to her website. She's got amazing, um, amazing link with daily affirmations. The graphics are just absolutely incredible. Like when you look at it, you just go, wow, this is top notch Instagram grid. (laughs) So I put a link to that in the show notes. Um, Also, Louise Hayes' book, Heal Your Life, is just amazing. And what it is, is she's actually written an entire book because she believed, she's past, that's why I talk about her in past, um, past tense. Well, she shape-shifted. I don't think she's dead. Huge loss. Anyway, that's a... 
it's another subject. Um, she believes that, you know, the mental causes for physical illnesses uh, can basically be overcome through affirmations. So if we have told ourselves forever, I'm not worthy, that could be showing up through a skin condition or a weird knee or, you know, things like that. So her book, Heal Your Life, put a link to it in the show notes, is basically a book of ailments. And then what she does in it is she um, basically says what the problem is, what the probable cause is, and then the new thought pattern. So for example, let's say you have, uh, let's say acne, and it's all in alphabetical order too. So if, yeah, we, if it's I look a Bible. at acne, I use it all the time. It's, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. So I have a, an electronic version and I also have a hard copy. Okay. So if we go to acne and then the probable cause is not accepting the self or dislike of the self. And then she would recommend that you replace it with the thought pattern. I am a divine expression of life. I love and accept myself where I am right now. Now, mm -hmm. one thing that I will say is that if you get this book and I recommend that you do, if you get this book and you read the affirmation that she recommends and it doesn't feel good to you, it doesn't feel right. You just go, whoa, A, it's too long. I can't remember it. Or B, it's just not resonating with me. Like I can't speak that truth yet. Think about whether or not you can come up with something that's similar to that, but maybe a step down. So kind of like I was talking about my friend with safety. Yep. So if you can't say, I love and accept myself, can you say something like, you know, I accept myself in this moment or um, I'm doing the best I can because eventually you'll be able to say, I love and accept myself. It just might take you a little bit of practice, a little bit of time. So I really want to encourage that. And this is a really good book. So uh, I guess I kind of inadvertently went to the tools to improve your life section without announcing that we were there, Michelle. So that was my tool to improve your life was Louise Hayes' um, Heal Your Body book. Yeah, and I just want to share a quote from her as well. So she said, love is the great miracle cure. Loving ourselves works miracles in our lives. And I don't know about you, Michelle, but I do think that a lot of the challenges that we have in life come because we don't love ourselves. Um, totally we agree. don't think we're worthy of money. We don't think we're worthy of affection. We don't think we're good enough. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, we can't be on our own, mm. you know? Yep. Uh, and it's often because we want to avoid ourselves when we don't love ourselves. Yeah. When we love ourselves, I can tell you right now, spending time with yourself. It's not a problem. It's wonderful. Mm. Yeah. You know, and you know, you're worthy of all good that's coming to you. Yeah. yeah. That's an affirmation. I tell myself mm. I'm worthy of all good that's coming to me. It's safe for me to be powerful. I know how to be powerful in a loving way. Mm. That for me has been an affirmation I've been working on for a long time. It's safe for me to be powerful. I know how to be powerful in a loving way. Mm. And I sometimes add that benefits others. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love but, that. Yeah, so yeah. Um, do you have any tools to improve yeah. your life? I just wanted to touch on something that you were saying as yeah. well and just earlier too. 
uh, I have used this as some clients because I feel like this is important. You mentioned before about sort of the nervous system and stuff like that. And uh, I was in fight or flight for a long time, I guess, being in the industry I was in, it's very high adrenaline, you know, I went into adrenal fatigue and stuff like that. And I used to, you know, in discussions with, and I'll say discussions or uh, disagreements maybe with my husband, sometimes I would just be like, right, I'm gone, see ya. And I'd like get in my car and drive off down the road and he'd be like still standing here going, oh, okay. So I was definitely in fight or flight for a long time, but I got, I reached this point where I was like, you know, I actually feel like I'm kind of running from myself. Like I felt like I was abandoning myself and I had this real kind of um, moment where I just became very conscious of that. And I have said this to some clients who were kind of in that situation too. We're not running away from the person. We are kind of running away from what they've said because it's triggered us and it's triggered stuff that we don't want to face, but it's all to do with us. And, you know, ultimately I remember coming home after one of those getting in the car and driving off things. And I looked in the mirror and I was where I said to myself, I'm not going to abandon you anymore. Like, I'm just not, I'm going to do that. And I made like a commitment to myself and I haven't done that again. I haven't jumped in the car and driven off down the road because I promised myself I wouldn't. And I think, I don't know, I feel like that's relevant. And I feel like, you know, it's a good idea to kind of, it's not really a new year's resolution, but it's a promise to yourself. And I feel like I can't break that, you know, because I'd be doing myself a disservice or a dishonor. So I feel like that was a very honest moment and that sort of leads me into my tools to improve your life is that... Can I just say something on that quickly, Michelle? I think that, you know, we need to be clear on who we want to become Mm. and who we want to transform into. Yeah. I've talked about this on the show in previous episodes, acting as as if acting like that person now, I, I do a lot of that on my own podcast and my own stuff, but it's like, who do you want to be? Yeah. Do you want to be a person who runs away? Mm. Do you want to be a person who's broke? Do you want to be a person who's fat? Do you want to be does. a person who's unloved? No. If you don't want to, getting total goosebumps. Mm. If you don't want to show up like that, stop showing up like that. Mm. You have a choice every day how you act and react. And if you know that it takes practice, one step in the right direction, and I'm not saying the right direction, like my right, the the direction for you, where you want to go, Mm. one small step every day into that direction, you will get there. Mm-hmm. But you will never get there if you don't decide to make it a Absolutely. priority. Absolutely. And if you don't focus on the prize enough. Mm. So like if you want to be in a relationship with somebody who adores you and loves you, you can't keep running away from them. You have to work through the fear and move through it. Yeah. So it's like sometimes when we know where we want to go, we can anchor onto that vision Mm. and anchoring onto that vision helps us to make those choices. When I look at the way my body has changed from running, although it didn't help me this morning, I will say, I just, but it was anyway. (laughs) Big breakfast? No, I didn't eat at all. I just didn't go for a run today. I didn't feel like it. But that helps me to anchor on to going for a run because I see the effect that it's had on my mental health, on my body, right? That encourages me to go and do the thing. When your vision of where you want to go and who you want to be is strong enough, or, you know, when it's clear, you will make the decisions to take you there. Yeah. So I just wanted to put that in there. Yeah, that's truth. You knew that your what you were getting was more important than 
yeah the other alternative yeah, absolutely and you know i just wanted to mention esther hicks here because she is amazing uh and esther if you haven't heard of her channels uh collective consciousness known as abraham so two of the affirmations i do use a lot myself but i also give to my clients fairly often is because they they are broad ranging and they do cover different aspects of what people need but life is always working out for me is one and i really love that because it's kind of general it's kind of non-specific it's kind of like people can't really say too much about it because it is kind of general but i love, I love it because that. it's like regardless yeah. of what the thing is whatever's happening it's going to be working out in my favor it will always work out in my favor so it just may not always feel fair a lot of people feel you know oh, that's unfair that's unfair life is always working out is a great one and also when people feel not supported in life i always say the universe has my back and I feel like I like the reference to back in there because it feels like someone's kind of got their hand on me, helping me up the hill or helping me up, up Mount Everest or whatever it is. Yeah. The universe has my back. So it depends on what people are going through. I might use either of those, but I find that they cover a lot of different, different aspects of life. So when I say my affirmations, and this isn't all the time, it depends on where I am, but similar to when I made that amazing promise to myself, which was I'm not going to abandon you anymore. I was looking in the mirror when I said that I made that, that promise and that commitment because I feel like if you look yourself in the eyes, it's not easy. You know, I, I said this to teenage girls and they're like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> there is no way. But um, when you make that commitment to yourself, I mean, if I'm going to commit to something to you, I'm looking you in the eyes. I'm not looking off to the left, right, up or down. And being a journalist, we get taught a lot about eye positions, you know, where people's eyes are going. So if I'm going to make a commitment to myself, I want to look myself in the eyes. So I will look in the at my reflection in the mirror and I will say affirmations as well. And I feel like building that connection with ourselves is important because we do do that for others. You know, we show up for others. We're like, I'm there for you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to do all these things for you. We do that for other people, but how often do we do that for ourselves? And I feel like that's really important. Make eye contact, look deep into your own eyes, see how that makes you feel. It makes you uncomfortable. You know, as Lauren said, step by step, we just get a little bit more comfortable as we go along. But I feel like that's a really important thing to do because it's um, about showing up for you. Yeah. And Louise Hay does a lot about that. It's called mirror work. Oh, yeah. She's, she's fantastic. all about that. She's done so much on mirror work. Yeah, yeah. I, that's probably where I got it from back in the day. Um, yeah. Now, Lauren, the party element is brought to you by Michelle, our prize, the light worker this week. So I am a medium. So I connect to past over loved ones. I do oracle cards, angel cards readings i'm a mentor so I mentor people helping them discover their gifts and develop them as well uh levels one and two so i've got a more advanced group that i take people through as well i'm a reiki teacher reiki master so i'm taking people through level one two and their masters as well if you want to do that so michelle our price the light worker on facebook if you would like to find me now lauren you've got a uh, special little downloadable uh, item here i think for the party element today yeah, I do. I know that's probably self-serving. I apologize for that. But, you know, basically I created a PDF. Um, this normally goes hand in hand with, uh, I do a, a presentation, uh, you know, in different Facebook groups and whatnot about how to build a stress-free life. And then this PDF goes with it. But I just thought it would actually suit this show. So if you want, you can go to my website. We'll put a link to this in the show notes. So you can download a um, PDF. It's under the Essential Raw Raws link under our offers, but I'll put a link to it in the show notes so it's easy for you. Do the exercises in it. It's really just talking essentially about morning habits, you know, taking, taking um, 
you know, your day by intention right from the beginning. And I also have some questions in there about acting as if showing up like the person that you want to be, which is what we were talking about before. Because if you know who you want to be, you can make decisions that take you there. Um, often the universe can't give us what we want when we don't know what we want. <laughs> Very true. I'm not getting what I want, Michelle. Well, what do you and want? What is well, it exactly? Know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, you can definitely go check that out. Um, you know, it's not going to be much of a party uh, unless you make it into one, but do the exercises we talked about at the top of the show, do the mindset thing, repeat as often as necessary, put on some good tunes when you're doing it. Um, if you want, or get ready to cry, have your tissues ready. It's not, I don't think that we need to figure out the root causes of why we say these things to ourselves. If we say these things to ourselves, we say these things to ourselves. How it happened doesn't really matter, but we are in the driver's seat and we can bust down those neural nets and we can recreate new ones. The other thing I'm going to do in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to a, um, a YouTube uh, video. I think it's got Spanish subtitles. It's the only one I can find. Mm. It's called What the Bleat Do We Know? I think I've talked about it on the show before. I watched this in the early 2000s and it really changed my whole life. It talked a lot about mindset and, and things like that. It is, I will just say, it is very weird. <laughs> it's so weird and it is super dated now. Um, but the the message still is really important. So if you're up for trying out a weird YouTube video that sh- helped shift my whole life in um, my late teens, check out What the Believe Do We Know. I put a link to it in the show notes. Just remember, it's very weird, but it's really, really full of just like amazing content as is well. Is it so. weird just because of the subtitles or just weird in general? No, the subtitles are just, no. Okay. Yeah, nothing to do with the subtitles, okay. just weird in general. It's, okay. it's basically about a woman who is um, deaf and um, she, um, all these really negative things keep happening to her. She just, all this, sh- and then there's like little um, characters, like animation characters in the show as well. And, you know, she basically has kind of like a revelation in the middle of the of the show about how she is in control of her life and how that starts looking to her. I love um, that. It's really interesting how her life is difficult when she says it's difficult and when she, you know, focuses on all that. And then as opposed to when she has a bit of shift and she starts to understand that she um, needs to love herself to, to build the best life. So that's really what it's about, but it's done in a really quirky, weird way. Brilliant. <laughs> and there's, some scientists in it and um, it's really, it's yeah, it was really neat. Oh, I'm going to check that out, Lauren. That's a uh, good inspo. Yeah. Um, just a little bit of inspo from myself as well. And, uh, and this is to do with, I guess, partially me being self-employed, but look, I just, I have trouble working under other people. I find that I'm better at being my own boss. I'm very uh, self-motivated, organized. I like to plan stuff like that. So I find that that kind of works well with me, but you know, if you're in a workplace uh, dealing with bosses and colleagues it can help to have a list of positive affirmations on the wall in your office. And I used to do this. So you can print them out in color. Um, you may want to do that on your own time or on your own money rather than doing it at work. Yeah. Um, just saying, because I know our, um, our old employer was very uh, full on about not printing things in color at work. But uh, print them out bright. Colors. I printed a lot of stuff in, in oh, color. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, you had to have a permission. You had to have a special card at our place for a special. Oh, at your number. place. You had to put in a PIN number. Yeah. Um, oh. 
But if you have the opportunity to do it, print them out in bright colors, put up some positive affirmations. Lauren and I have given you a few examples of various affirmations you could use, but I love life is working out for me and the universe has my back. They're Esther Hicks, but I love those. Uh, but there are many, many more. And I am, it's just a simple one. You know, I am, because yeah. you can put anything you want after that. If you want to, but you don't have to. I am, is just a statement. It's just, I'm present, you know, really. Uh, so mm. brightly colored on your wall, reminding you, because if you are kind of having this moment where you're living a little bit, um, not so much consciously and you're kind of, you know, minds wandering all this stuff, just looking up and seeing that brightly colored words, um, those brightly colored words and letters can just bring you back. It pulls you back. And that's what I, I feel like I wanted to leave people with as a bit of inspo this week. That's a great idea. And also Michelle, in our show notes, I put a link. It's, um, we've titled it Louise Hay dash affirmations. Mm -hmm. When you click on that link, it takes you to her page full of brightly covered affirmation cards that you can save and share on your socials and, and print. And it's just like gorgeous. They are so good and they all look different. There'll be something for you. Yep. That's gold. Now, Lauren, next podcast is going to be pretty fun. Um, It's a little bit of a game. We're playing with each other and it's uh, 20 questions. Now, I haven't seen your questions. You haven't seen mine. So it's going to be very interesting, maybe a little surprising and uh, perhaps a little revealing. So I'm very excited about that. Um, Could be embarrassing. Uh, I don't know yet. We may not be friends anymore after this. No, I have to see. The listener at home will have to... Wait and see. We'll keep you in suspense, but that's coming up in the uh, next episode. So that's going to be really, really fun. That's right. Let's yeah. get to it or let's not get to it, but yeah. let's uh, get on with forward our day. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to our day. And um, you've been listening to the business in the front. Party in the back. Pod- Podcast. Just did a really weird dance move. Stop yeah. that. Oh, okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> gosh like it, that's it's very like- positive. What's going on here? Wow. I'm positive that it's good that that was friends like cut it out right now. Stop. Stop that. Stop having fun. It was like doing like a 80s. Lauren, I'm 44. Thank you. I grew up in the 80s. I shall be in the 80s if I want to. Thank you. I still have my denim. I grew up in the 80s. Thanks for coming. Anyway. You still have your denim jacket from the 80s? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Still in good shape. Still a fancy dress. Oh, yeah. Denim. Nothing happens to denim. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. I've had a few jean jackets in my day. Yeah. Jean jackets. That's cool. Anyway. Let's finish up the episode. So, Lauren, what's the what's the whole spiel? You know, we want to... Oh, yeah. Please share this episode with one friend. Mm-hmm. If you feel inclined, please leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does help. We love doing the show for you. We want to continue to do the show for you. And we'd like to get to 10,000 downloads. Um, well, per month is going to be our goal, but definitely by the end of the year. So yep. please help us get there. Yep. And we have some cool new photos and things. We've got some new kind of coming up. Branding. I'm working on the branding really this week. Yeah. 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 So we're yep. change our look, which is really cool. Yeah. And well, that's what I forgot to mention off the top, Michelle. I've been um, working with Fiverr quite a bit. Oh. So if people work on their own uh, and they need things done, mm-hmm. hire someone on Fiverr. Mm. It's a good deal and they turn it around really quick. Yep. Brilliant. So. Good tip. All right. Well, yeah. I shall catch you next week. Yes, and if you didn't like the episode, keep it to yourself. That's the one. Try another one. Yeah. Try another one. Yeah. (laughs) One of Lauren's other ones. That's right. All right. (laughs) Yeah.